What's up, everyone? This episode is about how discomfort impacts our career journeys. Just a little context, we cut a section that was a bit boring, so you may notice where the jump is. Hope you enjoy, and go Eagles! All right, I'm ready. What's up, everybody, and welcome to Feature Not a Bug Podcast, where we talk about all things tech, entrepreneurship, and unconventional career paths. I'm Beth Callen, and I will be your host today. I am here with Christian Park yet again. He is going to be my co-chair captain for this episode. Um, But today, we're going to be discussing a piece of advice that I often give or a piece of advice that people say, what's that one thing that you want to talk about? Or what's that one piece of advice that you wish that you knew earlier? And that is to lean into the discomfort. I did just want to give a quick shout out because right before we started recording, and this was the thing I needed in order to give me the courage to get in front of the mic again, I got the sweetest comment from um, someone I did used to work with, um, but she just wrote, she had just listened to our first episode and she said that it's exactly what she needed. Unfortunately, she was um, let go during the massive tech layoffs that had happened. But she said that she's been feeling a lot of imposter syndrome. So this is like the motivation that she needs. And listening to the podcast really gave her, um, you know, something to to think about and that she she very much resonated with. So we're, we're going to name her Jane Doe yeah. to, to maintain a nominant. I can a never see an, see an enemy. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. I let's mean, go Jane. Yeah. Got, for her. To reach out, that's that's the why. That's why we're doing this. One thing that I think is interesting is, um, you know, we didn't really like powwow before this, mm-hmm. which I think is, no, 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 which is good because I think the, the point is to, I would rather have a fresh reaction. It, all I knew is that you wanted to talk about the impact of discomfort on yeah. and how, how it affects like your life, how it affects career moments, how it affects your maybe like day-to-day stuff. And so you already mentioned this just a second ago that there's like a macro component mm-hmm. and a micro, you know, there's like macro and micro examples or manifests mm-hmm. in macro and micro ways. And I think that's really interesting because when I heard the term like, hey, let's talk about discomfort today, I was thinking like on a macro level with from a career perspective. Yeah. But the examples you're giving are kind of like micro level in your mm-hmm. like day to day life or like an, like from an emotional standpoint. Yeah. And I think that's really interesting. Well, I think that even from a micro level, if th- those continue to add up, they end up impacting those macro moments. So if you have like, you know, a controversial conversation or a comfortable conversation with a friend or, you know, someone made a comment that made you feel a certain way, all of those things throughout your day to day can end up adding up. They'll end up adding up. And if you have like some big decision that you have to make, like taking a new job or, you know, so, you know, buying a house or any big moment in your life. All of those macro moments, depending on how you're feeling that day, like can impact, you know, how are you, how, like, what's the result or how are you going to handle from an emotional standpoint, um, these bigger life choices. Mm-hmm. And, you know, from your perspective or from your point that you were just saying, like you're thinking about these macro moments with your career. I think we did touch on this in the first episode, but just imposter syndrome is real and, vulnerability and imposter syndrome kind of go hand in hand when like you're when it comes to career sometimes at least for me and I think about it when I'm faced with moments of like just not feeling good enough or not feeling capable enough and having to decide do you want to stay stagnant or can you tolerate being uncomfortable enough long enough to push forward and take that next step or take that leap which we you know our last episode is called take the leap yeah that's that's such a great 
point because I think if you, I don't think a, lo a lot of people want to be uncomfortable or they don't mm -hmm. want to feel imposter syndrome. They want to feel Empowered. stable or, or they want to feel stable. Mm. Um, let's just talk from a, a career perspective. Yeah. So in, in a job environment, I think a lot of people want to get to a point where, you know, they have a job or they're in an industry where that's going to meet their needs at a lifestyle that's like amenable to them. Yeah. And then they, they want to enjoy having achieved that and then feel comfortable. But I think some people are wired or desire to continue to grow, to elevate and pursue, you know, higher levels of their career or knowledge or lifestyle. And I think that if you're on that path, you're going to kind of continuously feel imposter yeah. syndrome every time you try to level up. Mm -hmm. And I think acknowledging that that's okay, that you could still be, you know, like scared I'm and in vulnerable. My, yeah, I'm in yeah. my mid thirties. And I honestly just lately have been feeling like I'm at the beginning. You know, I've achieved a level of success mm -hmm. that 10 years ago, I didn't think I, you know, when I was right. in a very different situation that I would be at this point. Yeah. And now I feel like I'm literally at the bottom in a good way and I'm just getting started and I, I don't know if I'm going to feel imposter syndrome because I'm okay with knowing that I don't know everything and that I'm trying something mm -hmm. new, but. Yeah, that's so interesting because I do, I feel the same way. I mean, I often joke like, what do I want to be when I grow up? Because like, that's, mm. um, that is a moment, even right. though I've had, you know, we both had success in our career for the most part. We've had, we've had these moments of being able to take that next level in our jobs or, or whatnot and go after what we're passionate about. But there's still these moments of, you know, is this all I'm capable of? Is there anything else that I can do? And when I think about like, what's that next step doing this podcast or trying to figure out, you know, what do I want to be when I grow up? Um, that's where imposter syndrome can, tends to like sneak it, sneak up on me mm -hmm. where I'm just like, oh, is, is this the right choice? Am I, am I making the right choice by taking this next step? Am I making the right choice by doing this podcast and putting mm -hmm. myself out there, being mm -hmm. vulnerable, exposing, you know, all of my thoughts and feelings about um, industry and, you know, what I'm doing? Yeah. You know, I think I can recall times in my life where I've met people who were in their 50s, 60s, 70s who had already achieved six like sig actual success, like yeah. significant success, who have said the phrase, like, I'm still trying to figure out what I want to be when I grow up. Yeah. And every time I meet somebody in that situation that says that, I think they're the coolest fucking person ever. Right. Because I'm like, you are, you are vibrant. You're still learning. You still have a passion for mm -hmm. life and you're curious. Yeah. I was literally like just going to say that. It's the curiosity. Like, yeah. They yes. didn't just like have a bunch of like change in their 401k and they're like yeah. playing golf and five days a week, which is my dream. I'd love to be doing that. Now. But, I, you know, <laughs> yeah. I want to do both. Right. But I think that, you know, maybe we should shift that fear and vulnerability to having more fear and not being curious. That's something that I think would be a better shift in mindset, especially as I'm thinking through like these opportunities that are that arise or, you know, if you're going to take that leap if you change the way you're thinking about like, oh, I'm scared of doing this or I'm afraid of what other people are going to think or, you know, what are they going to say because I'm doing X, Y, and Z um, and shift it to I lost my curiosity. Like that's what we should be scared of is losing the curiosity, mm -hmm. not being scared of being vulnerable or, or leaning into the discomfort. Mm -hmm. 
Um, I also, you know, this topic, I've, I hear it a lot. 2023, many people are setting goals, leaning into discomfort. Um, it seems to be a theme. But I did just recently listen to a podcast, um, which I love. I'm going to give it a shout out because I think it's so great. It's called Oversharing with Jordana Abraham and Dr. Naomi, their sisters. And one of them is a therapist. And the other one is a podcast host. She's also one of the founders of Betches Media. Um, but one of their listeners wrote in about going on a trip with a friend uh, that was uh, not invited on the trip and was just kind of going through how, how do I how do I tell talk about the trip without hurting that friend's feeling hurting that friend's feelings and you don't want to sugarcoat it but I thought the lesson from that podcast or like the most um, the biggest relevation I had from that was most of your relationships or people that you come into contact with they would much rather you be authentic and they'd much rather you tell them the truth than to sugarcoat or, you know, beat around the bush and and not do that. And if they don't respect that mm. and if they don't. Red flag. Yeah, it, yeah. Then then that like that's where it's like, does this person bring value to my life? Are we going to continue to push each other to grow? Because I am leaning into this comfort by saying these things straight up to you and I'm being authentic and I'm trying to come at it from a from a place of good intent. But you're not accepting that and that person might not be ready for the change or the growth that is happening right now mm-hmm. in, like during that conversation or mm-hmm. discussion. Well said. You know, just still getting the hang of this, but we're trying. <laughs> I um, That was know, off script too. <laughs> yeah. I um, Can we go macro? Yeah, let's go macro. That, let's go right? big. Go big. So, <laughs> I think from a macro perspective, I was thinking about the word discomfort. And I was trying to sit and just think about what does that word mean to me? Like, yeah. what do I think that word actually means, especially from a career perspective? Right. And the more I thought about it, the more I felt like that there was a spectrum and that, that the spectrum of that word could be on a time horizon about and could map to kind of like the different stages of your career. And so some examples that I thought of was the form of discomfort that I felt when I was young and I was bartending. Yeah. And the discomfort I felt was like panic about like, what's my future? Like, what's my financial future? Wh- mm-hmm. Where am I going to go from here? Because at that time, I didn't have a lot of options and I didn't know how I was going to get to the next, like, whatever level. Yeah. And so I had this, like, huge discomfort, which was consistent all the time. Mm-hmm. And it was mostly about, you know, my future and security and, and financial. Right. But then the next one is imposter syndrome. So then you make it to... Right. And I guess this isn't reflective of like everyone, but I guess I'm using, I'm making kind of like a test case and Mm -hmm. I'm using myself as this example, but like you start a career and you feel an imposter syndrome because you are really new to whatever the field that is Mm -hmm. and you don't know fucking shit and you're trying to do everything you can and you know, so there's a discomfort in feeling the imposter syndrome. Then you have achieved some level of success and you've developed a knowledge base in that career and then the discomfort is like, do you want stability or do you mm-hmm. make a move and change? And there's con- there's this discomfort and like disturbing the apple cart. Yes. Like I'm already chilling. I'm grooving. Like I'm making a good living. Like yeah. I, live, I live a good life. I'm uncomfortable to disturb this good life I'm right. living. You don't so want to rock the boat. You don't want to rock the boat. And then the last one would be, well, maybe there's a fifth one, but the fourth one would be entrepreneurship. Like, do I roll the dice and just kind of like really go for it? And then, yeah. you know. I feel like you just went through my career path. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, but yeah, we that's, I mean, we have very similar uh, backgrounds. But no, I, I think that's such a, 
The one that hit the most for me was the one where it's like, okay, I have the stability and I don't want to rock the boat. And I feel like with my last change or shift in career, and and I also want to preface like not every shift in career um, or life decision has to be a level up. It can just be this other point in your in your journey or your endeavor. And <laughs> I like your shoes. Um, Thank you. But I will say that that one hit home for me the most because. I did struggle with that with my last shift. I was at Nike. It was this huge moment for me where it was everything I thought I wanted. And I'm like, oh, this is the this is the creme de la creme. I made it to the top. I made it to the goal that I've always wanted since I was since I was little. And when it didn't turn out to be what I thought it was going to be, it was like this I had to figure out this decision of do I make this shift and do I go to a a smaller company do I for you know all the reasons that I'm trying to like think through or you know what are people going to think because like I've talked about this all my my entire life I made this tri- trip or tr- um I moved across country I uprooted everything I knew to come to this company that I thought was going to be the moment and when it wasn't that that was that moment of leaning to this comfort of like how can I how can I be okay with this change or this decision that I'm going to make to pivot in my career and take a new opportunity and leave the thing that was like this nice nest that I had just created. Mm -hmm. It was so, I think it was really bold of you to make that decision to leave, you know, for all those reasons, like that was what example number three, like disturbing stability, Mm -hmm. like you had essentially like stuck the landing. You got the dream job that you wanted. You were getting papered up. Yeah. Like all is good. You have these great benefits um, it's the culture and like kind of the community and from a personal brand, you know, from a, uh, yeah. and, and I don't, I don't, I'm not trying to like applaud this, but I think we all are aware of those things in our lives and how we're perceived and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. That would be like a great situation for you and how you want to be seen or something like that. Yeah. But it wasn't for very altruistic reasons. You decided to leave because you just didn't feel stimulated and satisfied and it felt like you were parking you, it just seemed like you were parking a car in a parking space and you were just going to kick it there. Mm-hmm. And that's not like where you're at. Hashtag discomfort and wanting yeah. to Well, and, and I, you know, this other great opportunity that arose where it just aligned with my core values, my personal values. And that's a moment of, oh, you know, I'm chilling in this like amazing, s- stable career at this company that I've always loved. Or do I lean into the discomfort? Take the leap. And go to a place where I'm like, I know that this is going to, you know, rock my parents' world, <laughs> rock, rock my, you know, my friend's world when they think about, I can't believe you're leaving the company that you've always wanted to be at to go to this other com- to go to a smaller company. But, you know, when you think about, or at least when I thought about what are my core values? Oh, being in a woman, majority woman led company, being in a company that's led by an Asian woman, those are things that felt very aligned with my core values. And those were things where I was like, oh, can I push back past the discomfort long enough in order to make this leap and hope that this is going to be the right decision for me at this time? Mm-hmm. One, this is a bit of a tangent, unless you have something cued. No, I, I mean, I have a few things cued, but I feel like we're, we're kind of rocking and rolling. We, okay. should, we should keep going. So this is a little bit of a tangent, but I do feel like, you know, if, if we were to like tranche mm-hmm. the different 
definitions of discomfort, which we've already kind of been like touching on. Yeah. I think you could make one firewall between emotional, personal, you know, kind yeah. of like things that like touch your, your nest, your person. And then there's like mm-hmm. Maslow level, like needs based stuff. Mm-hmm. So there's basically like how you feel, like, do you feel nervous in a situation? And then there's like financial security. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the firewall between those is huge. Um, and I, I think as much as I have felt social discomfort and, and all these myriad of examples yeah. we've talked about, right. I think the, the, discomfort that I felt that is way more um, impactful and and just kind of like grips you is when you feel like financial discomfort. Like essentially when you're stressed about mm-hmm. your either your security, right. your job security or whatever. And I think one thing that I, this just kind of tickled me, just popped to my, I've been thinking about this is like people, um, whenever we level up in our income, we always like level up in our lifestyle. Yeah. So I feel like if I think about what my financial situation was 10 years ago yeah, and like sometimes I feel it's, it's different now, but sometimes I still feel like financial discomfort, but it's just because like a phrase we continue that. to fucking yeah. level up our lifestyle. You know, there's a phrase for that. More Dumb money. Ass. No, more money, more <laughs> money, more problems. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's many people that talk about this. Yeah. And, but yeah. and it, it is different. It's not quite the same because the, you know, like what I do with, the situation I'm in now is I like invest in real estate and I invest in like yeah. myself and coaching and, you know, so the things I'm spending it on are good and they're like the long-term net is very positive. Right. But like we all, that's such a human trait to do. And the people I know who don't do that are like the low key quiet ballers, mm-hmm. you know, like people who don't Level seem to up. live yeah. a lifestyle that's just like, at the max of yeah. whatever their financial situation right. is. They're just like walking around in like sketchers, yeah. happy as a clam, you know, and like. Well, wherever. that's why they have the money in the bank because they're not spending it. <laughs> yeah, but those are the quiet ballers. Yeah. I, I aim to be a quiet baller someday. Me too. So far from that. You and I both. I'm not quiet or balling. But <laughs> <laughs> someday I'll shut up and make yeah. some money. <laughs> All right. So I did want to just summarize because I think that we can kind of riff on this as well. Um, but like, why are we even talking about this topic? What is the value of it? What's the benefit of leaning into discomfort? Because we've talked about what discomfort means and the many forms of it, but why should we push ourselves to even do this? I think there's three main benefits that we can aid from, and I'm hoping that we can kind of go back and forth. Um, but one, it helps us build a confident growth focused mindset. So for me, this, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be a nerd and just and go through this example, but think about how the job interview process works. Your employer looks at your resume or they look at your LinkedIn uh, nowadays. And for me, I think that we perform a similar process on ourselves every day. You know, do I have the qualifications? Um, do I have the skill set in order to figure out A and B? Um, but when we're faced with the challenge, we look at our experiences and to determine if we are qualified or not. A lot of times that imposter syndrome or the discomfort sneaks in because we just don't think we're good enough and we tend to hold ourselves back. So building, leaning to discomfort helps us build that growth focused mindset. Second benefit um, is to practice our ability to feel vulnerable. And we can cue that Allen Iverson meme. Oh, wait. Did you know that I actually had it queued up? Oh, you did? You think you're playing, don't you? 
Oh. <laughs> you seem to give everything I got, right? Are we talking about practice now? <laughs> We're you... talking about practice. <laughs> Did you know that Alan Iverson sounds a lot like Morgan Freeman? I was just going to say, Philadelphians all over are not happy it's with funny to this me too. is the one that you had to I mean, it's strange. It's strange to me, too. What are we talking about? Practice, man. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Philadelphia <laughs> Philadelphia fans are not happy, but it's okay. We love Morgan Freeman. Come at he's me, a, he's a, Come at me. He's a national treasure. All right. And third benefit is that leaning to this comfort helps us break free from the need for a social approval. All right. I don't care how confident you are. I do think even as we launch this podcast, there's this need of social approval where we're like, oh, how many followers did we get? How many people listened to the podcast, downloaded it? If you don't have that need, then I feel like you're not being authentic, your authentic self or you're not actually being your true self. Because at some point in time, all of us feel the need for a social approval, whether it's like the high five of the game for scoring a point or so forth and so on. Hmm. But feeling leaning into that discomfort or facing rejection the more we practice it, the more we're able to shed that need for social approval. <clears throat> That's the lesson that I've learned from that. You know, it's funny on that point of like the need for social approval. And it is true. We'd be lying if we said we don't all crave that. But I think the you know, the goal is to be aware of that and try yeah. to find a healthy balance. Uh, like, yeah, to balance what is healthy for that from like a community mm-hmm. perspective. Right. And then what is like just kind of bullshit. But one thing I think about is like when I see somebody busking mm-hmm. mu- like a musician on the street yeah you know like that's a pretty exposed you're playing in the harshest venue ever yeah to the harshest crowd ever which is like people fucking walking to work and don't right. give a shit and when you see somebody who's actually good or is like just go like belting it or something like that yeah that is like the highest level of i don't give a fuck yeah i don't care if you approve of this or not and i i like low-key love seeing that well, and admire it's that I, I i have two percent of whatever that is and i would love to get more of that well i also was thinking about this because this is such so relevant in my job today in there's this there's a trend where you know people are always talking about like personalization or they're always talking about things that you see online or the ways that get you to purchase a product or buy more product and social proof or social urgency is very common in e-commerce where it's like what can we do to add that social pressure to make you feel like oh you're left out of the trend or Ooh. you're or you know this person's wearing it so why don't you or like this is the new this is the new fad so you should buy 10 of these that is nasty and yeah it it's it's a little bit sick that we do this in order to get people to purchase but that's i mean that's like the social pressure that you feel in order to like fit in or you need to make this purchase in order to look cooler um is there like is there like are there terms for that, like industry terms that people use? I won't say yeah. you. Let's social, social proof, social urgency is, is our, our are industry terms. Yeah, okay. industry terms that huh. we talk about. But and is that just like code word for like put attractive people in the ad? <laughs> well, or it's just you know, I mean, you've been beholden to it where you're shopping because you wear tall sizes, and that's a limited inventory. So when you're seeing, oh, there's only four left in stock. What does that make you do? It makes you feel that pressure to purchase. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, gl- I'm glad you liked that example. <laughs> <laughs> I was just trying to think of something stupid to say about being tall. 
All right. Well, anyway, in conclusion, lean to the discomfort and get comfortable with being uncomfortable. I know that I'm trying every episode of this podcast. Doing. I'm doing every episode of this podcast. Any other last thoughts? No, I was gonna. I was just trying to think of like a Yoda, like, yeah. do do not try. You know, right. something like we're, so, we're we're doing. We're not we're trying. Doing. We're doing. Yeah, but we should leave room for reflection. I know I'm reflecting after every episode that we're recording. Um, because we do love a good retrospective around here. Mm. Do you know what a retro is, Christian? Like, like an eighties or seventies, like oh. compact disc of yeah. hits. It, so in, in, when you're doing product development and this is going to be a segment that we are doing on feature, not a bug, um, we're going to call it retrospective where you look back and you talk about, you know, what went well, what didn't, what do we learn? What do we want to do moving forward or how might we want to pivot? So we'll be checking in on people that come on the podcast um, and their progress along the way of, you know, what, what, well, what didn't um, at certain checkpoints, but wanted to give that little teaser. Agree to disagree on the term, the definition of retro. Mm. So do you want to end it with a quote from Brene Brown, just because um, I had mentioned people I wanted to have on the podcast last time and she wasn't my top three, which I can't not believe I did not. I fumbled that one, but she so Brene Brown, one, I so admire her, and she has a quote that says, you can choose courage or you can choose comfort, but you can have both. And she's an author. She's a lecturer. She does it all. Um, she focuses on leadership and vulnerability mostly, and she has a great book called Dare to Lead. I, Me and my therapist often talk about her, and as do my friends and I, but I'm manifesting right now that she's going to be on this podcast because she has been such an inspiration um, and you know a role model for me. Um, throughout my career shout out to therapist big t we'll just yeah. leave her we'll, we'll call her big t because yeah. i'm assuming she's going to get references m- most Many episodes times. i know so i do sound I. like that uh instagram meme like my therapist says <laughs> very very yeah. often <laughs> yeah but you know trying trying to stay healthy inside and out <laughs> all right so remember lean into discomfort because you never know what self-growth you may uncover any Anything else before I wrap it up? Nicely done. All right. That wraps today's episode. If you'd like to go deeper into this topic, even though I think we exhausted it, um, or you have any feedback or recommendations for other topics, we would love to hear from you. So please rate, review, and subscribe. And follow us on Feature Not A Bug Podcast on Instagram or email us or email me at beth at futurenotabugpodcast.com. And thanks for listening. Catch you on the next episode. Cheers, y'all.